How we doing? How we been? Welcome back to the Space with Spo show. On today's episode, we're going to review some wild footage from Percy the Rover. We'll talk about the ghost riding gold record. And lastly, we'll cover Northrop Grutman's cargo ship that just docked to the space station. I will then attempt to save my relationship with Bill Nye the Science Guy. And as always, we will finish the episode with a down-to-earth segment. So go ahead and sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Walking on a... The dash is digi, the schedule busy, my head in a hoodie, my shorty a goodie, my cousins are crazy, my cousins like boogie, life is amazing, it is what it should be, been here for 10 but I feel like a rookie, I tell her look up cause it's snowing in tussies, but for three years man you can't even book me, it's me and little baby that going crazy. Live from Murray Hill, Manhattan, you are now listening to Space with Spo. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Space with Spo show, today is Friday February 26th. We are absolutely cruising through winter right now. Let's keep that foot on the gas. Beach season is right around the corner. Let's stay as distracted as we can and let's get right into it. What's good in space? the Mars 2020 mission is officially a go. We have been blessed with some wild footage of the landing that I will show you guys in a minute. But yeah, this is the first time in human history we have ever seen anything like this. First of its kind. So touchdown in the Hezero Crater, about to search for signs of ancient life. Yo, I hate to say it, Mars looks kind of hype, no? My beach chair would fit perfectly right there. Also looks super soft on the feet. I mean, shit, I'm about to grab a shovel and start digging for life myself. I could definitely see myself visiting the Hezero Crater in the future. Okay, let me show you one of the most wild photos I have ever seen in my entire life. This picture is absolutely bananas. This is the hovering sky crane that dropped Perseverance down to slowly land. And make no mistake, this is an alien spaceship on an alien world, and it's 100% real. We just built it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love how far we've come as a society, but damn, this shit scares me. I've seen this in alien movies before, and this does not end well for the humans. I can't help but think, but if we built something like this, another alien civilization out there built something 10 times better. All right, next, we have officially heard the first sound on Mars through the specially built microphone that's on board, and you'll never guess what it is. Actually, it's very easy to guess what it is. Yep, wind. I know. Yeah, I mean, dude, this sounds exactly like wind. I don't know what to tell you guys. All right, and lastly, some other buzz around the internet is the hidden message in Perseverance's parachute. Apparently, it says dare mighty things in binary computer code, which I don't understand 
at all. Why not write an actual message so that we could read it? Binary computer code for who? So that the dust on Mars doesn't get any funny ideas? Who the hell knows binary computer code? This is all for this. Wow. Also, if you're watching the podcast, that TV keeps turning off and it's pissing me off. Anyway. Dude, if NASA really wanted to get us involved, give us a crossword puzzle. Maybe a word search. They should have gave us one of those college football signs that teams hold up to call a play. I would decipher that shit real quick. Telescope, fish, rock, Matthew McConaughey. Oh my God, it says, let's explore the solar system. All right, moving along. In 1977, we launched two probes, which is an unmanned spacecraft. I got you. Called Voyager 1 and 2. And we launched these probes on a one-way mission to leave our solar system. On the way out, Voyager got an up-close-and-personal view of most of our planets, eventually bouncing forever to make new discoveries out in deep interstellar space. Basically meaning this thing is never to be seen again. This Voyager was not empty-handed as it carried a gold audio-visual record with the intent to say hello to any intelligent life it may come across in the universe. Pretty much a what's good from Earth starter pack. This was not your regular gold record like Wiz Khalifa's Say Yeah. This record was built to be intact for millions of years. We basically played a bunch of awkward, uncomfortable, and creepy sounds from our planet. I'm not sure who, but someone spoke in the beginning and said, we wish to extend greetings and friendly wishes to all who may encounter this Voyager and receive this message. I personally would have said something along the lines of, if you're hearing this, it's too late. Dead. We're gone. It also had pictures on it, and the ones they went with were decent. It told the story of us and our understanding of astrophysics, anatomy, advancements in science and technology, nature, etc. It's a wild ride for sure. I will say there are definitely some questionable shots. And by questionable shots, I mean nudes. And by nudes, I mean naked photos. And by naked photos, I mean a ton of them. So yeah, basically a ton of nudes, pretty controversial. Most of the written visuals on the record you see are our best attempt at giving an alien a direction on how to use this thing. And that's assuming they know how to use a fucking turntable from the 70s. We try and communicate through the smartest way we could think of. So we put two hydrogen atoms on the bottom right. It's the most commonly found molecule in the universe and any intelligent life out there would for sure recognize that. Probably not. Here's my problem. This is so outdated by now. We should be sending out remixes every month spraying fire content all over the cosmos, hoping for a return text. I mean, it's pretty easy to make this great. Let's throw some pop smoke on there. It's big on my tongue, I'm gonna be away. Why don't we give them a YouTube link for Devin Hester's career punt returns? Or why don't we give them the full movie of Superbad? That is peak human existence right there. I'm thinking about sending my own Voyager out with an iPhone attached to it, put my socials on there and let it ride. Anything is better than what we went with in 1977. So here is my timeless playlist that I've posted on my Instagram before. And I still feel confident sending this out for the 2021 Voyager record. Number five, My Way by Frank Sinatra. Number four, Levels by Avicii. Number three, Make It Rain by Fat Joe. Number two, Wagon Wheel by Old Crow. Number one, The Spins by Mac Miller. Honey, I need you. Honestly, if Intelligent Life does ever find this thing, I wouldn't blame them for throwing it out the window. I mean, obviously if they had windows, but if they do respond, you can 100% thank Fat Joe and Lil Wayne. All right, and the top story of the day, a Northrop Grumman rocket launched and docked a cargo ship to the space station 
on Monday. Let's go ahead and dive into it. So Northrop Grumman is a huge aerospace and defense company that designs, develops, builds, and supports everything from next generation spacecraft to cybersecurity systems. They do it all. All right, this is funny. I am the king of mispronouncing shit. You guys should probably already know that about me. The company's actual name is Northrop Grumman, but I've been calling them Northrop Grutman for years. And it's too late now, I refuse to change it. It's kinda like if Dave Grutman built his own rocket, which I would definitely not put it past him. The king of Miami deserves his own rocket. Mr. Grutman, if you're listening and you need somebody to run your socials for your new rocket company, call me. So yeah, Northrop Grutman fired off the supply drop to space carrying new technology, equipment, and goodie bags for NASA's crew aboard the space station. I know it's been some time since we last spoke about Crew One, but they're still up there chilling. As y'all know, I have a tradition of popping bottles for any astronaut that makes it to space and home safely. And I have not popped a bottle since November when I made this Hell's Bells intro video TikTok, which actually did pretty well. Think about being in microgravity for that long. The space station flies around the Earth every 90 minutes, so 16 times a day. In the last 100 days, they have been around the world like 1,600 times. Nice, yup, good for them, because in the last 100 days, I haven't left my goddamn apartment. My guy Soichi of the Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency captured this cargo ship with the robotic arm on Monday. What? I could barely catch a fucking baseball. Keep this between us, but that's why I quit. And this guy can catch a supply ship launched from Earth moving 17,000 miles an hour in space. That's badass. And good hand-eye coordination. Good shit, Sochi. All right, the Cygnus cargo ship hooked these guys up, and they are getting a ton of treats on this thing. Let's go over the food. Apparently, these guys are getting some upgraded food like hard salami, Parmesan cheese, caramel hard candies, and other perishable items. Not for nothing, I'm not trying to be mean, that spread sucks. Hot take, I know I'm Italian, but I don't really like salami like that. I'm way more of a bologna guy. And caramel hard candies? What are we, at my grandma's house? Nobody eats that shit anymore, do they? NASA should be sending some real shit that would make these astronauts happy. A happy crew is... Yeah, is a happy crew. I personally would send up maybe a couple cans of Grizzly. I actually found these yogurt-covered Skittles in my deli downstairs. Fire. Send those there. Maybe a couple family-sized jars of Nutella. I mean, come on, let these guys live a little bit. The cargo ship is also carrying a brand new bed for Mike Hopkins. Because there's seven astronauts up there right now and space is a little limited, Hopkins has been sleeping in the Crew Dragon spaceship the entire time. And now he's getting a new bedroom, which is sick. I'm happy for you, Mike. Enjoy that. It's always a great feeling when you upgrade your bedroom, whether it be on Earth or in space. I will never forget when I finally decided to take down my dinosaur wallpaper in my childhood bedroom. It just had to be updated. I don't think any other 18 year old had that type of setup at the time. By far the coolest part about this entire cargo drop is the new water recycling system. If y'all didn't know, we used to send big bags of water for astronauts to drink in space. But since 2010, they've had this system on board that can purify water in real time. So it's a piss cleaning system, which is super dope. But how awkward would that be if for some reason a cable fell out and you end up drinking your own piss? Believe it or not, I actually know some guys over the years that have done that on purpose, accidental, you name it. Interesting group of friends I got. A $250 million machine to drink your own piss may seem like a bit much, but these astronauts are happy to do it. Seriously, if you told me that I could fly in a spaceship, I just gotta drink my own piss, I'd be like, fuck yes. Hey, to the governors. I hate to break the news to anyone living under a rock, but there are alien civilizations out there right now. And if we put ourselves in their shoes, 
we're the aliens. And that is why you can never take life too seriously. Because at the end of the day, we're just a bunch of piss drinking aliens. Salud. All right, welcome to this season's first story time segment. I'm happy to have you. I've had some ridiculous jobs in my life. Right out of college, I got a job in New York City selling makeup products on the side of the street. No bullshit, I carried around a big backpack of like lip gloss and shit in Harlem, I swear to God. Then I worked as an assistant director of dining services at a local college where my job was to take the temperature of the mac and cheese and stop the students from stealing pizza. There was a massive pizza theft issue we had going on in the university. Then in 2017, I ultimately landed a job selling textbooks throughout the whole country, which is pretty funny considering I cheated my way through the education system. So here I was, 24 years old, never having read a textbook before, and I'm out in California at a teacher's conference flipping textbooks. I was really hyped up to go to this specific conference because I knew Bill Nye the science guy was gonna be there. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to meet this legend. I grew up learning from Bill Nye just like you guys. So I figured this is my opportunity to meet him and tell him how much of an impact he had on my childhood. So he was doing a book signing for a very long line of people probably like 36 people on the line trying to get their book signed. And me, being the professional line cutter that I am, decided to put my skills to use. So I may or may not have cut the line to take a photo with him. I may or may not have gotten caught cutting the line to take a photo with him. And me and Bill Nye the Science Guy may or may not have exchanged some words. I'll tell you guys right now, he was not too happy with me, which I completely understand. I never apologized and we both went our separate ways and we have not spoken since. I'm a big fan though, Bill, since 05. So, in order to mend our relationship as I gear up for a lifetime in the space industry, I would like to announce I have officially joined the Planetary Society, aka Bill Nye's Gang. In 1980, Carl Sagan founded this with some of his boys. And today, the Planetary Society continues this work under Bill Nye the Science Guy as the world's largest, most influential nonprofit space organization. So yeah, to be completely honest with you guys, I'm not sure exactly what I'm supposed to be doing right now as a member of the Planetary Society. I pretty much put my credit card in and I'm just sitting back waiting for my free t-shirt and waiting for Bill Nye to call me. I'm just sitting back letting gravity take its course. Look, I'm not saying me and Bill Nye are ever gonna be close friends. But hey, if he needs me to be the bigger man and go 80%, that's fine. So Bill, if you're listening right now, which I know you are, I apologize, call me, let's talk it out. Attention passengers, we are now down to earth. All right, thank you, Johnny. Welcome back to the Down to Earth segment. Special shout out and thank you to anybody who shared my reels and TikToks this week. Specifically, my guy, Teflon Musk. Everybody go follow him right now. Hilarious page. Another special shout out to one of my new favorite brands, Arc and C. Every time you buy a product from them, they remove a certain amount of plastic from the ocean, which is incredible. What a great cause, and these shirts are fire. I'm rocking a Save the Sharks t-shirt, and I'm buying the whole catalog. For anyone new here, welcome to the party. All y'all give me a reason to wake up every day, and I am forever grateful for that. So yeah, I think uh, that's it for episode seven. I don't think I had uh, any other news to share. Oh yeah, next week, first guest on the podcast. Have a good weekend.